psalm thirty seven discourse the second part three of expositions on the book of psalms volume two this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org expositions on the book of psalms volume two by st augustine of hippo psalm thirty seven discourse the second part three to our most holy brethren throughout all africa and whilst he was reading this he also said the entire unity of their own body throughout africa but here there is the catholic church existing together with them while in other parts of the world they do not themselves exist together with the catholic church and whilst he was commenting he likewise read what follows to our most holy brethren and colleagues established throughout all africa that is to say throughout the proconsular province numidia mauritania bizasana and tripolis and moreover to the priests and deacons and to all the congregations militant with us in the truth of the gospel we victorinus fortunatus victorinus maginus saturinus constantius condorius innocentius chrysonius florentius salvius a second salvius donatus geminius pretextatus and while he was reading he likewise said that is the very bishop of assura whom they afterwards readmitted he afterwards readmitted the person who had given sentence against himself and whilst he was commenting he likewise read what follows maximianus theodorus anastasius donatanius donatus a second donatus pomponius pancratius januarius secundius pascasius chrysonius rogatinius a second maximianus beninatus gaius victorinus quintasius quintasius felicianus and whilst he was reading he likewise said is this the bishop of mustita who is still living but perhaps it is some one from another see the subscribers afterwards expressed the seas also to which each belonged and while commenting he likewise proceeded to read what follows salvius maginus proculus latinus and the rest of us who were in the council at caversaces sent eternal health in the lord there is no one brethren that is ignorant concerning the priest of god that it is not according to the impulse of their own will but by the direction of the divine law that they according to justice and desert either pass sentence against the criminal or remove from the innocent that which has been inflicted upon them for he will be exposed to no slight danger whosoever shall either spare the guilty or attempt to destroy the innocent especially seeing it is written the innocent and the righteous slay thou not and thou shalt not justify the wicked being admonished therefore by this injunction of the law we have been obliged letters from elders of the same church calling upon us to do so to hear and to discuss in the spirit of it the case of primianus 
whom the holy people of the church of carthage had elected as their bishop over god's sheepfold in order that all things being made clear we might either if innocent as was to be wished clear him of the charges or if guilty at all events show that he was condemned according to his just deserts for it was most to be wished for by us that the laity of the church of carthage might rejoice that they were dignified by the possession of such a bishop as was accounted in all respects holy and in no point obnoxious to censure seeing that at all events the lord's priest ought for this reason to be such a person that whatsoever the people be not able to effect with god for themselves he may deserve to obtain for the people what he shall ask for them because it is written if the people shall sin the priest shall pray for them but if the priest sin who shall entreat for him and while he was reading he also said commenting upon it even apostles have written to congregations to pray for them even apostles were in the habit of saying in prayer forgive us our debts even the apostle john said we have an advocate with the father jesus christ the righteous and he is the propitiation for our sins but that was written concerning that priest whom they know not that the people might be admonished in prophecy that they ought to recognize as their priest such a person as could have no one to intercede for him but who is there for whom no one prays save him who intercedes for all because therefore the levitical priesthood was then in existence in which the priest was wont to enter into the holy place and offer victims for the people while however he presented the shadow only not the substance of a certain priest that was to come for at that time the priests themselves were sinners like the rest of mankind god willing by prophecy to remind the people that even then such a priest was to be anxiously looked for by them who might intercede for all and for whom none could have to intercede pointing to such an one he reminded them saying if the people sin the priest shall pray for them but if the priest shall sin who shall entreat for him therefore o people choose as thy priest such an one as thou canst not be compelled to pray for and of whose intercession for thyself thou mayest be assured that person is our lord jesus christ the one priest the one mediator between god and man the man christ jesus and while he was commenting he proceeded to read what follows now the scandals of primianus and his extraordinary wickedness have to such a degree excited the judgment of heaven against him that it was necessary to cut off utterly the author of these crimes who being recently ordained and as he was reading he at the same time said commenting upon it from this point begins the enumeration of the charges against him and as he was commenting he read what follows endeavouring to induce certain priests to combine with him in an impious conspiracy did ask this as a favour of them 
that in order to the condemnation of four deacons excellent persons and of singular and approved merit to wit maximianus rogatianus donatus and salgamius also and as he read he at the same time said commenting upon it among these four was that author of the schism severing from a fragment another fragment and not grieving at being himself cut off from the whole body and while he was commenting he also read what follows that they should without delay promise him their concurrence in order to this and when he read this commenting upon it he said it was for this he made interest with them they refused to promise him but were silent he did not scruple to execute the crime which he meditated by his own authority and while he was commenting he at the same time read and when they astounded by his wicked presumption had by their silence rejected the proposal he did not hesitate to perpetrate the crime he meditated on his own responsibility to such a degree that he thought he might pass sentence on maximianus a deacon a man as is known to all innocent and that too without pleading his cause without being confronted with an accuser or a witness while absent while lying sick on his couch and whilst he read he at the same time said by way of comment observe the charge and whilst he was commenting he also read what follows having before condemned certain clerks in a similar ebullition of passion for when he had been admitting unclean persons to the communion of the saints contrary to the law and the decrees of all priests and when the great majority of the laity making opposition to it he was moreover called upon by the letters of the most considerable of the elders of the church that he might himself correct the wrong that he had done he being possessed by that natural wilfulness of his disdain to make amends affected therefore by this the elders of the said church sent ambassadors and letters to the whole body in which they not without tears besought of us that we would come to them with all diligence that having weighed the cause in the balance and having fully sifted the charges we might clear the reputation of the church having then come to this church according to the letters of the parties aforesaid he inflamed to fury after his usual fashion absolutely refused to acknowledge our arrival and as he read this he said commenting on it you know what is laid to his charge that the party of donatus hath now become unclean for this was a principle with them that such as they are with whom they are in communion such both each individually and the entire body collectively become also therefore if these men speak truly at this time the whole party of donatus is unclean now let the numidians come forth and flatly say it does not concern us if you have admitted to communion those unclean persons whoever they be could it injure us who are at so great a distance if that which takes place at carthage does you no harm who are in numidia 
could what took place in africa affect injuriously the church universal at every point the reasons by which they defend themselves serve to accuse them and to exculpate us and as he was commenting he read what follows he absolutely refused to acknowledge our arrival and as he read this he at the same time said the very same thing that they complained of in sicilian and as he commented he read what follows who in his rebellious spirit kicking against the pricks in every direction persevered in his evil disposition so that having hired a mob of abandoned character and as he read he said at the same time here indeed there is something more this they never said of sicilian see what he did and as he was commenting he at the same time read what follows and having procured officers blocked up the doors of the basilicus and as he was reading he at the same time said in order that the bishops might not enter and as he was commenting he also read what follows that they might deprive us of the power of going in and performing the usual solemnities whether it be consistent for a bishop to do this whether christians are at liberty to perpetrate such deeds whether the gospels allow of this let any one who is a lover or a champion of the truth judge and if it be approve them for one once our brother hath inflicted a wound upon us which not even a stranger would ever have done and as he was reading he at the same time said why should i say more they say many things and they condemn the man but let us now read the condemnation itself and as he was commenting he at the same time read all we god's priests with the assistance of the holy spirit have made a decree that whereas the said primianus hath in the first place appointed bishops to supersede others yet alive hath admitted unclean persons to communion with the saints hath attempted to constrain the presbyters to enter into a conspiracy hath caused fortunatus a presbyter to be thrown into a sewer for administering baptism to persons in sickness hath refused communion to demetrius a presbyter that he might compel him to renounce his son for that also the aforesaid presbyter was reprimanded for having entertained the bishops and whereas the aforesaid primianus did send a mob to raise the houses of christians and whereas the bishops and the clergy were besieged together and afterwards stoned by his satellites whereas the elders of the congregation were beaten in the basilica because they expressed their indignation at the admission of the claudianist to communion whereas he thought proper to condemn certain innocent clerks whereas he refused to present himself before us for the hearing of his cause when by means of the mob and the officers he prevented us from entering the doors of the basilicus because he rejected with insults the envoys sent from us to him and whereas he has kept possession of many places 
first by force and afterwards by judicial authority and as he read he said behold the non-vindication of what is taken from him whereas the apostle paul says dare any of you having a matter with another go to law before the unjust and not before the saints observe what sort of charge they brought against him that he would not try the cause for the possession of the said places before the bishops but before the judge besides other his unlawful deeds which not to pollute our writing we pass in silence we therefore adjudge him to be for ever cut off from the sacerdotal body lest from touching him the church of god should be infected with contagion or polluted with any crime which selfsame thing the apostle paul prescribes and admonishes us now we command you brethren in the name of our lord jesus christ that ye withdraw yourselves from every brother that walketh disorderly and so not regardless of the purity of the church we have thought it expedient by this our tractatory to warn all our holy colleagues in the priesthood all clerks and all of the laity that are mindful of their being christians that they should all of them with all diligence shun communion with him as condemned for whosoever shall by disobeying attempt to violate this our decree shall have to answer for himself for the loss of his soul it hath verily deemed good to the holy ghost and to us that time be granted to those who are slow to turn from their error under this limitation that whosoever of our colleagues in the episcopate or of the clergy regardless of the salvation of their souls shall not cease from communion with the aforesaid primianus from the day of his condemnation that is to say from the twenty-second of june until the twenty-second of december should lie under a similar sentence and of the laity also unless between the day of his condemnation aforesaid and the easter day next following they shall renounce intercourse with him that no one should be capable of being restored to the church save by penitence in case they should remember themselves signed victorinus bishop of munatia signed fortunatus bishop of dionysianum signed victorinus bishop of carsabia signed florentius bishop of adramentum signed mcginnis bishop of elephantaria signed innocentius bishop of Thalbalta. i migan signed for my colleague salvius of membresis signed salvius bishop of Afsafa, signed donatus bishop of sabrata signed gamelius bishop of tenabia and as he read he said see of the very parties to the condemnation both pretextatus of asura and felicianus of mustita and as he was commenting he recited as follows signed pretextatus bishop of asura signed maximianus bishop of sabata signed datianus bishop of camaseta signed donatus bishop of fisiana 
signed theodoros bishop of usala i victorianus signed as desired by my colleague bishop ignosius signed donatus bishop of sebrasuta signed natalicus bishop of thela signed pomponius bishop of macriana signed pancratius bishop of valiana signed januarius bishop of aquinum signed secundus bishop of jacundiana signed pascasius bishop of vicus augusti signed cresso bishop of congestiacum signed rogatianus bishop signed maximianus bishop of aruminum signed venenatus bishop of tugutianum signed ritanus bishop signed gaianus bishop of tigula signed victorinus bishop of leptimagna signed guintasius bishop of benefa signed quintasius bishop of capsa signed felicianus bishop of mustita signed victorianus as deputed by meginus bishop signed megius bishop signed latinus bishop of mugai signed proculus bishop of girbita i donatus bishop of fabra signed for my brother and colleague maratius i proculus signed for my colleague galionus signed secundianus bishop of prisianum signed helpidius bishop of tusdrita signed donatus bishop of Samardata, signed getulicus bishop of victoriana signed anivonius bishop of rabata i anivonius also signed as requested by my colleague the bishop of Avgandira, signed tertullus bishop of abita signed promulianus bishop signed secundinus bishop of arusia signed maximus bishop of pitana signed donatus bishop of velma signed perservantius bishop of terberta signed faustinus bishop of bina signed victor bishop of altibera in all fifty-three in number and as he was reading he at the same time said commenting upon it deign to give us your attention for a short space this is the sentence of your condemnation we say to him what will you that it should have weight or that it should not i am in your favour i see decidedly that all these have uttered falsehoods against you and here on what ground i believe it to be so because you maintained your cause before other judges and the other party was condemned if then i consider you to be innocent because refusing to come before the tribunal of a factious cabal you proved your innocence elsewhere so that those who condemned you were really deserving of condemnation deign to acknowledge Cilicianus's innocence who would not come before your predecessors and reserved his cause for the cognizance of the universal church just as you yourself reserved your own to the council of numidia if the see of bagai re-established your innocence how much more so was his re-established by the apostolic see or would you rather that their sentence should be valid 
who first pronounced condemnation if theirs be valid it is valid against you for against cecilian it neither had nor will have validity yet consider what a decision you are pronouncing against yourself now here they dare to say but we who passed sentence against the maximianists were more numerous than they let your sentence then be valid against felician and theirs against cecilian will be valid also when they held a council at bagai they condemned felician among the rest at present felician is in their church either he has been reinstated being guilty or was condemned being innocent if then you reinstate a guilty person to preserve the peace of the donatist body yield to all nations for the sake of the peace of christendom if however it was by an error on your part that felician was condemned being innocent was it possible for three hundred and ten to err in condemning felician and impossible for seventy to err in condemning cecilian what do you say then when you hear it said to you the maximianist condemned you previously you shelter yourselves by saying but we who condemned the maximianist were more in number to both your positions a reply is directly made because your predecessors also previously condemned cecilian if priority gives validity let the primianist bow to the counsel of the maximianist if superior numbers make valid let the donatist bow to the church universal i think nothing can be fairer the maximianists are few ay but their sentence of condemnation was passed first a convicted party cannot convict if you think this how could you condemned as you were venture to pass sentence for his own name stands in the list of the parties to the condemnation and they did not reserve for him the position of the party who had his cause to plead but cecilian's case was different the position of the defendant was reserved for him as indeed the sentence itself shows for he was not readmitted to communion except on his acquittal this man on the other hand is found in one document condemned by the judges in the other himself passing sentence of condemnation among the judges but allow that to be the lenity of the council of bagai we will allow that without objection the maximianist condemned you wrongfully so too did those your predecessors condemned cecilian wrongfully you established your innocence in the council of bagai he his in the trial beyond the sea the verdict in that trial was approved by all the world what would you say we are more in number than the maximianist allow that you are more numerous let us compare the number of the two majorities see how vast a difference you were condemned in your absence by the maximianist after you had refused to come before them in this point indeed there is a resemblance in this way was it that they also condemned cecilian in his absence when he did not appear before their cabal but on the other hand you caused sentence to be passed against them in the council of bagai in their absence 
while Sicilian was acquitted, being present at the trial, and confronted with his adversary. There is besides another vast difference. The Numidians, your judges, before whom you were to establish your innocence, you yourself appealed to, you yourself appointed them. The Maximianist asked not for them, whereas Donatus was beaten by Sicilian before those very judges, for whom the Donatist party had petitioned. Now the Maximianist replied to you with justice, We being bishops of your province, of the diocese that belongs to you, came to you at first, and would have judged your case. You refused to acknowledge us, you would not come before us. If you feared to be tried by us, we should have named judges in conjunction at all events. You should not have gone to those you yourselves pleased. Observe how wide a difference. Then, moreover, the Donatist petitioned the emperor by letter that he should name them judges. They found fault with those before whom they were condemned, whom, before they were condemned, they petitioned for. Others were assigned at their request, and before these also were they beaten. They appealed to the emperor, and were beaten there. The Maximianist lost his cause once, when absent, and is silent. The Donatist, thrice beaten though present, refuses to be silent. But you contend with the Maximianist on the score of numbers. As I said, I am in your favor. Three hundred and ten are more than one hundred, or as many as there were of them, who on the side of Maximianus condemned Primianus. And think you that the thousands of bishops throughout the world who passed sentence in favor of Sicilian against Donatus should have no weight with you? But you will say, What, did thousands of bishops from all the world condemn the Donatist? Very true. They did not condemn them. Why did they not? Because they were not present at the trial. If not present at the trial, it was for this very reason that they did not condemn them, because they were utterly ignorant of that cause. Wherefore hast thou separated thyself from those who were innocent of it? There comes hither to thee from the church throughout the world some person already baptized, whom you would fain rebaptize, and with loud exclamations and with groans appeals to you as, in the exercise of a now deadly ministerial act, you would fain repeat that which is given once for all and is not lost. And he says to thee, What wouldest thou do? Rebaptize me? So speaks some one from Mesopotamia, or some one from Syria, or haply some one from Pontus, or some one settled yet farther off. You reply, Thou hast no baptism. How? Read the letters of the apostles sent to me. There comes some one from Galatia, from Pontus, some one from Philadelphia, to which churches John wrote. There comes some one from Colossae, from Philippi, from Thessalonica. What? Have I no baptism? I, to whom an apostle wrote, through whom thou hast baptism thyself. Darest thou read mine epistle, who dost abominate my communion? End of Psalm 37, Discourse the Second, Part 3